This, 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 this is mythical. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome to Best Friends Back All Right, the show where two high school best friends try the best friend thing again. I'm Stevie Wynn Levine. And I'm Nekin Homaifar. And today we have a very special, very tall guest. It's Rhett <laughs> McLaughlin. Hey! Hi. Round of applause from the studio. <laughs> wow. Now, when you first approached me, because you're such a big fan of the show, to be on. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> the first thing I thought was, I'm going to have to ask my boss. Okay. And then when Link said it was okay. Oh, hey, come on, Stevie. <laughs> the second thing I thought was, we got to talk about food, and we got to talk about lunchtime more specifically. Well, I'm always thinking about food. That's I eat lunch thought. daily. Same. <laughs> huh. uh, Nagin, do you eat lunch daily? I do. It's a new thing, but, but it's happening. <laughs> it's a new thing. Previously, you were anti-lunch. No, honestly, it was just a bad joke. We can just keep going. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, you're doing some some uh, intermittent fasting, this old skip lunch diet. I wish. I wish. I could never skip lunch. I don't know about your weeks. I don't want to start off in this place, but I did want to let you both know I've had a little bit of a traumatic week oh, on really? my end. Uh-oh. What happened? So it started months ago. I'm going to take you back. Cassie had a special gift request. She really wanted a proper, sharp chef's knife in the kitchen. Mm. And so we got this Japanese chef's knife. It's very, very sharp, and I've been enjoying using it until a few days ago when I dropped the knife onto my foot. Oh, no, really? Yes. Onto a toe? Well, yes. Okay, so I was wearing socks, and Cassie had just approached, yeah, had just <laughs> approached me, and it was like you know when something really terrible happens and it's like plays in slow motion, but okay. like in real time. Mm-hmm. And Cassie literally was like, "Are you serious?" At, like as the knife, <laughs> like the knife had just hit the floor after hitting me, and she goes, "Are you serious?" That's and I a was brand like, new yeah. knife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I, I took off my sock, not knowing, like I knew it hit me. I just didn't know where it hit me. And I took off my sock, and of course, I I can't look at it because I, you know, faint when I see any anything, and it cut like a large part of my one of my toes, and so now I'm like hobbling around everywhere. Which toe? Oh. An important the one. The middle yeah, toe. That... The middle toe. I think. That might okay. Be one the of the second, most the third ones. from the. You know. Really? 
I was going to say that might be one of the least important because you the have elements on both sides. You would think. You would think. And I think I the have, little one is the most is the least important. No, 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 no. The little one is very important. Really, I'm yes. prepared to like give that up in like a hostage situation. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, think twice. I need to rethink you gotta this. Go. I think the second one from the right, the second one in, not from the right, depends on what foot. Okay. Uh, would be the one to go. But uh, surprisingly, that's not the most traumatic part of my week. <laughs> but you, but you, you didn't have to, you can't just no. move on. Did you have well, to go to the ER? I chose not to. We put like a like a tourniquet situation. Like it was taken care of. It wasn't bleeding that much. I elevated oh my it. Gosh. I... Do you guys have health insurance? At <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, that we do. I just really didn't want to go so that they could look at it and be like, yep, that's a cut. Like, yep. And my mom, of course, was like, I hope it didn't cut any muscle. And I'm like, mom, have you seen my toes or like toes in general? <laughs> like there's not anything. There's no muscle. That foot um, muscle. I have like finger toes. It's just like bone and skin. <laughs> but I said it wasn't the most traumatic part of my week. And that is because my usual weekly call with my parents. Now, I get updates like we landscape the yard. We fed the fish in the pond. Like these are the these are the updates that I yeah. like. You know, my parents live in, in rural Virginia. But this week, my mom was like, well... <laughs> Your now sister. your mom sounds like your dad. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> well, well, no, he's lower. Well, she's higher. Well, your sister's boyfriend, he found a dildo near the, the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, is he, is he going to keep it? <laughs> is he looking for the owner? Did he put up a sign? Like, what do you do I next? I want to know. Yeah. I didn't expect us to be here. I was going to ask about the new paint job that you had done. But here we are talking about a stranger's dildo near the mailbox. You don't know that it could have been a delivery and like the, de- the delivery man got embarrassed and just couldn't quite get all the way to the mailbox. He's like, oh, I'll just leave it here. He's like, I'm going to take it out of the box. <laughs> And I guess, like, after a day, like, no one touched it, of course. And then, like, after a day, it was just gone. So I don't know what the story is. Like, either somebody was driving by on the gravel road, by the way. It's a gravel road. And was like, there's a dildo. It's not mine, but I want it. And then they grabbed it. Or, like, someone was like, whoops, I left my dildo at the side of the gravel road. And I forgot it. Now I need to grab it. I don't know the origin or the departure of the dildo. I'm that very was interested near the mailbox. in how, how it got Gosh. there. <laughs> but I didn't want to hear that update from my mom. And I also had her on speakerphone I was, as I was walking <laughs> through the neighborhood <laughs> after the dildo initial story. Um, and then at the end of the conversation, maybe it's in my blood. She likes to bring it back around. And that's when she re-emphasized the dildo. Uh, and, of course, an elderly neighbor was just, you know, <laughs> TV show placement right <laughs> as I was passing by. So that's Did my you, were you su- Were you surprised that your mom knew the word for a dildo? Did yeah. she describe it or she, okay. She she, uh, well, I mean, at first she was, she called it a daldo. Uh, <laughs> but I, no, she didn't give any details, though. She wasn't, she wasn't <laughs> like... Yeah. She didn't give like was... color, size, <laughs> battery power. She's like, it actually looked pretty small <laughs> in comparison to the ones I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, this is a mystery. Oh. No. And that brings us to the topic of lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys have 
any trauma? And did you have non non trauma based weeks before we move on? I don't want to hog the the week catch up conversation. I didn't see any dildos. Hmm. That's no. That's so unusual for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I came out all right. <laughs> and my in laws were in town, so you know I definitely didn't see any. <laughs> um. Okay. We're going all the way back to high school. This is the first episode where going back to high school doesn't mean the same thing for all three of us because I'm despite old. your youthful appearance, <laughs> you're about a decade older than us. And so, you know, high school in the early 90s versus high school in the early 2000s. I'm very curious because we, we're all in North Carolina, but you're in small town North Carolina. So let's start with your school, your high school. You went to public school. Oh, yes. And how big was the school? Like, one, how many students? 1,000 students. Total. Yeah. So you approximately had 250 kids only in your class. Well, you know, we had a lot of dropouts. <laughs> so uh, it was not unusual to drop out. You started strong, right. Did that call for multiple lunch periods? Two, yeah. There was two lunch periods. I know that Link was in like both of them. There may have been one year he that he was in two lunch periods. <laughs> no, I'm just feeling like we we were always we always had lunch together, except maybe one year. But junior and oh. senior year, we definitely had like our friend group pretty much ate together. Yeah, that would really suck when you did not have the same lunch period as your friends. It also reminds me of like when you had PE in like the first or second period. And just sweaty for the rest of the day. You guys would shower though. I've heard you talk about that. You you like showered at school. No, that that was probably college that we were talking about showering okay. in the locker room. I mean, there occasionally, but like it, things had to get really bad for you to to <laughs> take, take the no risk way of showering. How I would ever shower anywhere on the Grimsley campus ever ever. Yeah, I I didn't even know they had running it? water in the gym. No, I'm, I didn't even know that was an option. There was no time. Every class period was just like you were hanging on for dear life trying to get to the next class. Oh, my God. So there was Speaking no of, time. Do you remember that kid? I, this is so far away from lunch, and I'm sorry, but it just reminds me. Do you remember that kid who um, he had a stopwatch around his neck, and he would time himself to get to class the old science building had a door and there was like a little window in the door and right. he was rushing so <laughs> hard to get to class that he instead of pushing the door part he pushed the glass part his hand went all the way through you don't remember this went all the way through the freaking glass and i saw the aftermath because there was like drops of blood and a freaking broken window and blood all over the thing because because this kid was trying to get to class so he would, the fastest. He would sprint? Yes. He sprinted so hard, he sprinted through the door. Was he on the track team? No. What, was he, what was he trying to prove? Trying to invent a new sport? I don't know. Hey, public school was hard. Public school was really know. difficult. <laughs> I feel for him. He's trying to avoid someone, maybe. I don't know. I I feel bad for the kid. Don't remember his name, but I feel I'm bad. I'm sure he's for gone him. on to great things. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so early lunch and late lunch. I remember you didn't really want to get early lunch because it was too early. Yeah, le- early lunch was like eleven or something. Yeah, you know, it was. It was like a brunch. It was never too early for me. <laughs> 
I remember always being so hungry by the time we got to lunch period. See, I don't I didn't love lunch. I didn't love the the available um options. I didn't love the the packable lunch situation. I loved lunch time and and we'll talk about our senior year cuz we had um off campus privileges. Did you have off campus? Uh I mean, we may have had them, but there was nowhere to go. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I think they were like, you can leave if you want. And nobody was like, what am I going to do? I'm going to go into what? this field. <laughs> like, we literally were surrounded by fields. Where did you eat lunch every day? Just the cafeteria. Inside the cafeteria. There wasn't like an outdoor area or anything. There was a place you could smoke. <laughs> oh, it was legal for students to there smoke was, cigarettes? It, it, in, in the 90s, yes. It was. Fa- wow. I, it may have actually phased out while we were students, but there was a smoking pit. What? A pit? It was like... <laughs> what do you mean? Like an amphitheater? It was like a it was, big ashtray. It was this area that was like dropped down a couple of steps that was very near the entrance to the high school, and that was where you could <laughs> smoke. Oh, my God. Would you take your lunch to school or would you buy from the cafeteria? I, I, I'd say the senior year was definitely like, you were always get buying lunch. You never brought it hmm. at that point. Because you know, it was cool. It was it cool was, to buy yeah, lunch. Yeah, it was just cooler to just not be carrying around your lunch in whatever container it, it might have been in. <laughs> yeah, I, I I brought my lunch a lot in elementary school. I, but I love school, school lunch. Every single thing for the entire history of first through 12th grade, every main entree, every oh. side, like I can't remember anything not being good. But I, it was I, all, wasn't it all like gloopy and like mm-hmm. fatty? <laughs> so fat. I had a, I had a favorite <laughs> lunch in elementary school from the cafeteria, which was the spaghetti meatballs. Oh yeah, with Texas toast, mm. a chocolate milk, creamy chocolate milk, and I'm sure there was a square for one more thing, and a lot of vegetables. Oh yeah, so many vegetables, <laughs> buttered vegetables. So that was that was the one day my parents would let me buy school lunch. Is the Texas Toast Day? Okay, oh. my parents wouldn't let me buy lunch. I don't know what it what it was. Yes, really, you I, had I to mean, bring your lunch every day. Yes, yes, they they didn't want me to, and it's not like the school lunches were expensive. But I don't know. I def that was definitely they weren't part of healthy. It. They that weren't too. healthy. That was the main reason. Yeah. I definitely remember in in elementary school the milk cartons and like wanting to <laughs> just wanting to have milk, which is so weird. Did you do it? Did you have the milk? I think a couple days I was allowed to have like the milk. I don't know why that was wow. the most exciting thing. Did you um, get the sweet acidophilus? What? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I know it starts with sweet ass, but sweet <laughs> acidophilus. I think I'm saying that right. Right. You you said that once before, and I still don't know what you're saying. <laughs> All right. Okay. So there were two milks when I when I first got to like elementary school. There were two milks. I almost said vanilla and chocolate. <laughs> you know, vanilla milk, the regular kind. Regular milk and chocolate. It's a blue carton and a brown carton. Mm-hmm. And yes. then one year, all of a sudden, there were red cartons too. And they said, "This is sweet acidophilus." <laughs> What are you talking about? Wait, I'm looking this up and you are completely right. Sweet Aphidophilus is sold at Kroger. What is it? It It's milk. It's milk. It's a low-fat pasteurized milk to which lacted Acidophilus organisms are added. I thought it was a Greek brand when you first said it. Oh, so it's not Sweet Acidophilus? It's Sweet Apidophilus. Acid. Acid. Oh, sweet. sweet. Okay, okay. Yeah, you were right. Um, Acidophilus. So maybe it was just like a lower fat milk and it wasn't whole milk. 
And that, that was the way that they- It has bacteria added to it, giving it a tangy flavor. Yeah, it's and probiotic. A thickened texture. <laughs> yes. I had milk Ew. every single, I had e- milk with every single meal. Did you switch to sweet acidophilus? Oh yeah, yeah. I, you know me, I, it, it, the new thing shows up, that's what I go for. <laughs> You're doing it. Can I tell you that it says that sweet acidophilus resulted in significant weight gain in humans and animals <laughs> in all studies. Yeah, I think it, that's why I'm so tall. And I did, and I did this into high school, and then I would go home, and that's what my parents would serve with our dinner was more milk. Oh, God, wow. so much milk. Strong bones, <laughs> such strong bones. Iranians were obsessed with height and having their children like game the height system because we're not, as a nation, a very tall, <laughs> a very tall people, and so. You would ask the pediatrician. This is like every every Iranian has this story of going to the pediatrician, figuring out where what percentile they're in in the height game. And I was always in like the lowest 50th percent. <laughs> <laughs> and so were guys. And so the moms, especially for their boys, would try to figure out how can we make our boys grow taller. And so there was a radish milk concoction <laughs> that moms would make that they thought would help Help the boys grow a few extra inches. I mean, like these guys radishes are like, and dairy milk in, and in dairy a blend. Milk. Oh, yes, gosh. yes. I'm and I don't know if there was like a that. radish lobby. <laughs> 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 but every mom is looking at you, Rhett, and is like, hmm, something worked for him. <laughs> it was a sweet, sweet acidophilus. acidophilus. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the I'll be the like guy on the carton. Of course, that's like somebody's missing. So probably not. I don't, yeah. I'm not going to be the person on the carton. <laughs> I'm. I've been found. On the other side. <laughs> that would be <laughs> very hard for you to go missing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So you mentioned that your senior year, it wasn't cool to carry lunch. There was no like lunchbox situation at any point for you in high school, was there? Not high school. I was definitely afraid to break out a lunchbox freshman year. Yeah. So I was brown bagging it by that point. What kind of lunchboxes <laughs> did you have in middle school? Were they like the plastic? Like had they come out with like the igloo insulated oh, no. stuff? Oh, yeah. Fabric? Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. No, it was plastic. Cubert was one of them. <laughs> Remember Cubert? <laughs> yeah. Probably not. But that's funny. I feel like just like just like us, by the time we got to high school, it was not cool to have a box. Yeah. You had to have but a brown I, but bag. But I think there was some igloo... Um, adjacent things that were allowed that were a little bit more like utility. Yeah, that hadn't been yeah. invented yet. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that technology was right. not they yet. I not figure that one out. But I do remember the brown bag being the coolest because it said, I don't give so much of a shit about this lunch. <laughs> right. Well, and some people had thermoses. Mm. Link was a thermos <laughs> guy. Of course he had a thermos. <laughs> I'd of say if he, he brought did. his lunch, most of the time it was a thermos. Yeah. Was he was that like soup or he was putting solids in there too? <laughs> well, he's finding a way. He was trying to find a way to make everything into a soup. Oh, really? But uh 
<laughs> Mostly soups, yeah. He was like a Chef Boyardee really? kind of kid, yeah. I see. I would think he was mostly a bring your lunch situation so that he could control he just what did, he ate. He didn't like anything. He didn't like what they were serving. Yeah. I would eat my lunch and then begin negotiating other people's lunches. <laughs> yeah. And their milks. <laughs> uh, if you had a sweet acidophilus that you hadn't fully finished, <laughs> you, know, you knew what to do. You knew where, what table to show up at. I ate so much food. I have no idea how many calories I ate because I would eat. When I got home, I'd immediately begin consuming more calories when I got home, and then it, it would just roll into dinner, and I'd, oh, there's more, and I would eat that, and then I would eat before I went to bed. Was your food consumption an issue in your house? Like, you ate more than your fair share? Like, that was a problem. I think my mom just kept supplying it. <laughs> okay. You know? It was pretty cheap stuff. It wasn't It wasn't top-shelf items. It was just a got lot it. of processed foods, a lot of refined <laughs> sugars. Will you excuse me to go a little researchy? Because oh, I, yeah. I did, because I was just interested, like, would I be able to Google early uh, 90s, I say 1900s, early 90s <laughs> school lunches on, versus Stevie. early 2000s? And of course, there's like a timeline of like federally instituted things that happened. Right. But in 1995, like the childhood obesity rates were at like a peak by 1995. So this is like junior year for me. Um, and they brought in the Department of Defense to help, which is so weird. But they had been tasked with providing freshly grown fruits and veggies to American public schools. And it was a part of the program that also supplied army bases. But they were like, we need some kind of like fresh produce situation. I guess the Department of Defense can help. And then... By 2005, which was our junior year, an estimated 50% of cafeterias offered meals from fast food places. So the cafeteria was like McDonald's and Taco Bell and all the things. And then it wasn't until uh, 2010 with the Healthy Hunger Free Kids Act from the Obama era where nutrition started becoming like a real part of school lunches. So like you existed at the peak of the most unhealthy. Right. Well, I guess arguably we kind of both did. We just had more variety in our unhealthiness. But I thought that was really (laughs) interesting. And then, of course, 2018, uh, Trump rolled back some of the nutrition and then it was reinstated Mm. in 2020. So there was a brief two-year period where we went back. But, you know. Well, it kind of tracks that, that 95 was the peak of, uh, of this problem because that was the year that they installed the Trojan Cafe. And this is not a little spot that was sponsored by condoms. Mm. Uh, that was our uh, high school mascot was the Trojans. Okay. And the Trojan Cafe was a little island in the middle of the cafeteria that served non-square pizza. <gasps> so like pizza that was actually... You could see it a normal in, a, pizza. in a circle, and it was like <laughs> triangle pieces, and chicken sandwiches. Like fried chicken sandwiches? Yeah. And Otis Spunkmeyer muffins. You know about mm. these? Mm-mm. Yes. That's the like big double, I mean, they got multiple ones, but the one I always got was the chocolate muffin with chocolate chips, and it's in that like oh, yeah. plastic bag, and it's really big. So it was a muffin, <laughs> muffin pizza and chicken cafe. Yeah, and- once that rolled around, I would say 90% of the time, because it was cool to go to the Trojan Cafe. I don't know why, but you know how something in the, becomes- In the middle of the cafeteria that you were already in? Yes. Okay. 
Because it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys like go and get like a tray with like three things on it. Like I get pizza, a chicken sandwich, and an other Spunkmeyer muffin. <laughs> and of course, I still get sweet acidophilus. <laughs> I gotta get that. <laughs> but I ate that. Turns out, jokes so often. on you. <laughs> I mean, like I don't know how I didn't get tired of that. Yeah, and they were like, "There's no need for condoms at this school." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Trojan Cafe, man. We just tore that place up, and it was not good. And one time oh. we uh, we pr- got progressively more mischievous as we as we were in high school. And I don't know whose shoe it was. It was either my shoe or Link's shoe, but it was, we decided that we were gonna do this, but it's like, hey, let's put one of our shoes in with all the chicken sandwiches. <laughs> They'll never know who it was. Oh, this was like a grab, a grab and go situation. Yeah, but it's like, there's a tray up there with just chicken sandwiches that are like exposed chicken sandwiches and like- Oh, they're not even in wrappers or anything? No, this is 1995. You put your sh- dirty shoe next to exposed <laughs> chicken sandwiches? Yes. Yeah, I listen, I can't explain myself. Oh my There was like just a gap where some people had taken sandwiches out. I was like, that's a nice spot for a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> and so- Link goes, I, I don't, I, usually the way things worked is I would have the idea that Link would be the one who did it. So I don't know, that, I'm just saying that's probably the default situation. I was like, hey man, put a shoe up there. And he's like, all right. And so he put the shoe in there and then we go and we sit back down. Cause we like to so do one something. So you only had one shoe on? <laughs> yes, okay. Link. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh and so it's like you it go and Link. you sit back down and then you, you wait. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a little bit of a delayed gratification thing. And of course, you know, like 30 seconds after you sit down, somebody's like, you see somebody see the shoe and then they go talk to the lady. <laughs> and then the lady looks at the shoe. And like, what? <laughs> Whose shoe can this be? Men, size 11. Every second that goes by, that shoe is getting hotter and hotter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got in trouble for that. I, I feel bad that you guys didn't have like an outdoor space to go into because the cafeteria like stank. Like I remember that vividly, like the smell of yeah. school cafeteria. Well, yeah, a bunch of teenagers. And teenagers too. Like, yeah, just... I mean, my kids have it so good because they, they, they just can walk off campus. Like Locke as a senior can walk off, like, I think every day. Only as a senior. Yeah, but no, but Shepard, he walks into town. He walks but into how, town. How long is that walk? <laughs> Mean. Uh, meaning that, like, he walks to, to the like little okay. downtown area close to where he's at with his buddies at least once a week. Yeah, that yeah, was in, like so seventh nice. grade. We had we had senior year <laughs> privilege where we got to go off campus, but we would often go to my house <laughs> because it was close by, and like we didn't have time. There was no time hmm. for like a sit down lunch often, and like no. The you bell know. would ring and everybody would run to Stevie's car in the in the parking lot. We would run to Stevie's car. You were you and a couple girls had cars in our groups. Yeah. So we also had to go where you were driving. So how big was this <laughs> crew that would go to your house? It's like a five. handful of people, four or five people. And take their own lunch? Or you'd yes. be like, "Oh, I'm going to I'm preparing something for you guys with my Japanese." Well, no. I think there's a special dish I remember uh, Nikki, I don't know if you if it is in your heart that my mom would uh, prepare sometimes for us. I I remember your mom always throwing in a little bit of those. What are those wiener dogs? The ones the <laughs> the little dog, the hot dogs with the bread around them. What do you okay, call that's oh, not pigs in a blanket. That's uh, yeah, not the, the thing that I was talking about. Oh, or the little quiches. Yes, the mini yeah, quiche. The like, mini quiche. So okay, so it must have been like Costco was like 
starting? No. We had appetizers at your house. This is a yeah. <laughs> on another level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they yeah, had like frozen they had frozen <laughs> quiches that you could like little mini quiches that you could get from Costco. I don't I feel like it was new. I feel like Costco was new. So there was like yeah, some kind was, of yeah. like mm. you know, this Sam's is exciting Club. like you just pop these little quiches in. And my mom would make us these like little mini quiches in addition to whatever we brought for lunch. But it was so like that wasn't very cool of we would literally just sit in my kitchen and eat our lunch and talk. Um Except for the days, well, we didn't. None of us had any money, except for one of us had had <laughs> there was, money. <laughs> there was one girl who was like really wealthy. Why don't you yeah. go to her house? <laughs> was too far away. She too didn't, far away. She didn't okay. live close. But that by. bitch always wanted to go to a restaurant. Yeah, she wanted to go to a sit down restaurant during her thirty five minute lunch period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like with whose money? Yeah. Are you thinking about you uh, the thinking one about... fit that happened? Yeah, we had so the the affordable lunch spot in town was this place I think I've talked about it before called Yum Yums, and it was a it is like a hot dog place basically. They have hot dogs and they have ice cream, and it's been around forever. Like my mom when she went to high school, they would go to Yum Yums. Like we're talking like bright red hot dogs and they were like a dollar dollar fifty yeah super um, cheap super affordable for a high school kid there was like a, a fan on the outside um that would blow like the hot dog smell out and so like if you had to park on that side of the building you'd always like crouch low to get under the fan so you didn't get yum you don't yum want smell. the hot dog smell no because it, it was like that kind of like oniony they were also boiled hot dogs like it's not a smell that you want to carry around with you at yeah, school. Yeah, it sticks around. And in it, there's a confusing BO equivalent, you know, like. Yeah, is, you that, could... is that food or BO? Exactly. The, the old, <laughs> is that bologna or BO? Yeah. The age yeah. question. And so do you want to take over the fit story? Because it, it was it was a lunch day and we suggested perhaps we go to Yum Yums along with everyone else who's going to Yum Yums. And she, we have had this debate many times. And she just, she's a little girl too. She's small in stature. She just slams, <laughs> she hits the side of the car and she says, I want to go get Indian food. <laughs> We're just like, uh, we can't afford that. She wanted to go to the Indian buffet, the Indian restaurant. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what you were talking about yeah. if you had suggested that. <laughs> and she was very upset we were going to get the dollar hot dog. With everyone else. Like, she literally took her fist. She was sitting in the passenger seat. It was the door. As okay. far what I remember, she, like, Yeah, we all have these different it. violent versions of Very hard. <laughs> and it was so, it was so out of nowhere. It was like, why are we having, we were, like, probably 18 years old at this point. You're having a no. violent fit about was, going to get, get Indian food. No, we went to Yums. We couldn't afford to go get Indian food. And also we didn't have time to go get Indian food. There was no No. time. I feel like, like her, I never got the lunch that I wanted. In general, I always wanted like, no, in general, like my lifetime of of school lunch. I never got what I wanted. What did you want want, I always wanted the pizza Lunchable, right? I wanted to... I wanted uh, to open that plastic thing, put that marinara sauce on, the pepperoni. Oh, I really wanted that. I got that maybe once or twice my entire life. But instead, my mom would always pack me this very mom. healthy lunch. 
which was very nice. Thank you. Like nobody packs my lunch anymore. But she would Americanize an Iranian dish, usually leftovers from whatever we had the night before. So like she would take um, kebabs, beef kebabs that she would make, put them between sandwich bread, make this like egg and potato salad, Iranian potato salad, put it between bread. And these things on their own were fine. But when you pack that at six in the morning and your child eats it at 12 (laughs) or one, it's soggy. It smells like diarrhea. It's so terrible because like this beef smell. (laughs) Just go insane. And everybody would look at me anytime I opened up my... You're not talking about high... Are you talking about high school? I'm talking about elementary, Okay, 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 okay. And then by the time we got to high school, she was giving me like deli meat. Because I <laughs> she had... up, she upgraded you <laughs> to deli meat. <laughs> she upgraded me. <laughs> well, okay. I this is a great time for me to break out my uh, show and tell project that I brought because <laughs> you you really are getting an A for your appearance today okay, on the listen, show, and it ties in. I, I'm going to segue from both of your stories because your yum yum story, and then your mom packing something that could be considered embarrassing by noon. I'm let me just show you. So this is, and now I wasn't embarrassed by it, okay? Because this is my favorite thing that my mom would make for me. Okay. Brag. Did you make this for yourself for today? <laughs> I made this this morning. Okay. And I got very close to making it for Shepard until I described it and he was like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> so this is legitimately how I would get it, right? Okay, and the yes. paper bag and then this. Foil, that's fancy. Oh, I already, I already see something I don't like. This is a hot dog sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I'm actually surprised at how well it's held up because I made it at like like 7.30 to try to get it timed to what it would actually be. So we've got white bread, Wonder Bread, which I had to go buy Wonder Bread. I don't buy that anymore. And uh, you, you got- You bought Wonder Bread for the podcast? Look, 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 look <laughs> and look. And I'll just, just show you. You take two hot dogs and you do, oh gosh, I don't know if it's gonna stay together. Oh, wow. Did you long cut those dogs? You have to long cut four wieners. Yeah. Just like that. And then do some ketchup and mustard. I probably could have done more ketchup and mustard. And then it kind of is like kind of suck. I mean, this is this is so nostalgic for me. That looks just, good. Just feel it. Just grasp it. Are you going to eat it? Yeah. Well, do you want me to touch it? I'm going to split it so you can have some. <laughs> <laughs> I brought a knife. These are raw dogs. No, I microwaved them. Oh, God. Wait, why would he eat a raw hot dog? Well, I mean. I mean, not that they come raw They were never really raw. But you you heat them up so that they feel like they've been through like some sort of process. Look at that. Wow. Remember that A I said you got for the (laughs) bus? I mean, and I was so pleased to receive this. Stevie, what does it smell like? It smells like. I mean, truthfully, it's just a, a hot dog on a bun. Yeah. Really. It's just been around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but there's nothing wrong with it. Just take a little bite. Okay. I'm scared. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Okay, look at your bite and look at my bite. <laughs> and I went pretty, you know, I was trying to be a little respectable <laughs> on your podcast. <laughs> Because I could eat this in two bites easily. <laughs> okay, I get this. Wow. I totally get this. Also, the thing that I like about this is that, well, I guess I was going to say is that there's a lot of protein because I don't remember having lunch meats in my sandwiches. Like, I had, like, the classic PB&J for the most part, I think. Yeah, I never but got that. 
There's protein in peanuts. No. There was, it, it wasn't a sandwich if it didn't have meat. Because bologna, cheese, like bologna, American cheese, and mustard was was That's like the combo. go-to, right? It was easier for my mom. She didn't have to like microwave and cut the hot dogs. <laughs> but if she had a little extra time, she could do the hot dog sandwich. I think it's because I went to Jewish day school for middle school and part of Oh, that was not school. kosher, by the way. <laughs> yeah. We, we were, um, you're supposed to keep kosher, but because the rules are a little bit complicated, instead of saying you can bring something if it's kosher, you could only bring vegetarian things. And so the whole school wow. was vegetarian. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. So that's why I never got well, like lunch meat. I almost bought Hebrew National, but I thought that was too on the nose. <laughs> so I just so, so I just I just did Oscar Meyer. Just the regular there's so many hot dogs. I haven't bought hot dogs yeah, in a while. They got a lot so of that, that that section is just overwhelming at this point. I was like, I don't even I don't know which one is the one that my mom got. So I, I know it was Oscar Meyer. So I just got Oscar Meyer. But there's like three different kinds of Oscar Meyer hot dogs. Yeah. It's fancy times. Yeah. Kids just, you know, <laughs> they can't relate. So you're going to be having hot dog sandwiches for the rest of the week. That's um, my best guess. I think that's probably all the <laughs> I think I've had enough. I love that Shep didn't want to have it. That's when you know. <laughs> that's when you know it's bad. I also really, for my like desired lunch. So I said that I didn't like lunch. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. It's because it was like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like there was nothing about lunch that I was like, oh, this is tasty or exciting to me. To the point where sometimes I wouldn't eat lunch. And then by the end of the school day, I'd have a bad headache because I was probably dehydrated. I didn't have lunch. And I also needed to wear glasses, but was too embarrassed to wear glasses. <laughs> so the end of the day was bad for me all around. I had a major headache and I was like, hydrate me and feed me right when I got home. But I do remember coveting the Harriet the Spy sandwich of choice. Do you remember Harriet the Spy with yeah. Michelle Trechlenberg? Neither of oh, those just things the ring a bell. There was a movie. Rosie O'Donnell was in it. It came out. Like, Cassie also didn't see the movie, so I understand. But for us young people, oh, crap, she's going to listen now. And Anyway, um, it was a popular movie, probably when we were in middle school. And she would take um, tomato sandwiches, which were just oh, white yeah. bread, mayo, and a chunk of tomato. Yes. And that was, like, her go-to sandwich. So I thought it was really cool. So I was like, I want tomato sandwiches. Those are good. That was They're that really was... good. Those are hard to keep again because that gets that They're bread gets wet. I didn't take yeah. I, that. Was not a school thing. You didn't take yeah. tomato sandwiches to yeah. school, but we had them. We had them at oh. home for sure. Stevie, my mom would not not do well with you not eating your lunch. <laughs> she had this thing where she was really she was so against food waste, and oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she would. We would get in trouble if we brought our lunch bag home full of food. And so I started just kind of throwing away whatever I, yeah. didn't, whatever I didn't keep. And she got, I don't know what happened, but she somehow caught on. And this is, this is when I was younger in elementary school. But she started telling me that there was a little birdie mm. that was watching me. Mm -hmm. when I, this is like, let's start when I'm eight or nine years old. There's a little birdie watching me to make sure that I finished all my food. Mm. And I guess like little birdie was like God, right? Because he was just like always yeah. watching to make sure I wasn't doing something wrong. <laughs> and so the little birdie would always kind of look, I would I would still throw away my lunch, but like 
little bit look around behind my my shoulder to you see any birds around. Everything was there. Then she upped the ante and she said, there's another person involved with all of this. His name is Mr. Gibson. So she made up this guy named Mr. Gibson, where what? if we actually threw away our food and got away with it, she was going to send us to Mr. Gibson's farm to clean toilets and what? farm his land. And she, so she had this whole like cadre of fake people that was watching us to make sure that we weren't wasting food. And I am sure that this has fucked me up somehow. I am sure. You've never trusted a Gibson. But I've never <laughs> trusted a Gibson. And for a long time, I I really was like, okay, I don't really think there's a birdie that's following me, but maybe someone is watching. <laughs> maybe there is some way that she's tracking this. And so I became really good at just finishing what I was so doing. So it worked. Until this is good college, parenting. Up until the point where I went to college and we had a buffet and then it was like, you don't need to finish everything on your plate, okay? Right. <laughs> I like that this she started at Birdie and then she was like, that might that be enough? too abstract. Enough. Mr. Yeah. Gibson has a farm and he has toilets. <laughs> Mr. Gibson <laughs> is, is in close contact with the bird. Uh, yep. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Is there anything about your, like the way that your mom prepared lunch for you or the kind of liberties that you seemed to have with lunch foods that you have consciously like enacted with your children? Well, it was funny, you know, being from North Carolina and then also my mom, she only drew a line on really sugary cereals. So you could have mm -hmm. all the the processed meat and all the refined sugar you want. But if like- right. There was like a character associated with it that was like <laughs> crapping out marshmallows or something like that. I was like, no, then no, we crossed a line. Yeah. So we couldn't. We had to eat regular cereal, but everything else we could eat anything, and and so nothing was off limits. And there was definitely no like, what are the ethics of this particular fast food chain or whatever. But then, <laughs> oh yeah. But moving no to California in 2011, I mean, I've told this story before about how a bunch of the kids' friends had never. They kept meeting kids who had never had fast food, like never been to McDonald's. We took a kid to In-N-Out for the first time, and when we were in the in the drive-through, he we were like, "What do you want?" And he was like, "I think I'll have a burger." And then we come to find out he's never had meat. Did you get in and trouble? We were with his about parents? to give him his first <laughs> burger, but when Jesse was like, "Hold on." Uh, you haven't, but you don't eat meat, do you? And he's like, no, but I like to try it. <laughs> and, and please don't she, tell my parents. But she was like, I'm not gonna be the person who introduces you to meat. And so he got like a grilled cheese. But anyway, that has influenced the way we think a little bit more critically about what we're giving our kids. But, you know, honestly, Shepard has essentially just like, he's got his Jimmy Dean sausages that he, he makes for himself in the morning. And then he's got like just the cold cut sandwiches that he makes or Jesse makes for him 
who, you know, usually he makes them for himself. That's what I was going to ask is like, yeah. I never made my own lunch. And looking back, Same. I'm like, man, that's ridiculous. I don't know why my mom wasn't like, get up, make your own Oh, yeah. My lunch. mom did everything for, for us. Yeah. yeah. But I guess that's not, is that not, it's also not cool anymore? Like at a certain point, like you want to make your own lunch for school? No, I just think that. I just think that the dynamics have changed over the this past generation. Yeah. Like I, my mom was like, I'm going to do everything. I, I don't, it was almost like attempting to do something at home for yourself. She was just going to get mad that you weren't doing it right. Like, I'm not going to mm -hmm. let you do the laundry because you don't know what you're doing. Let me just do it. And so, you know, and so she would just do everything for me and my brother and my dad. You know, she just did all of the housework. And and that involved all the meals and all getting everybody's breakfast ready, get in packing everybody's lunch, and it was just like it wasn't even up for discussion. Yeah, that you would right. be like, I'll step in and do. No, you won't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So it's more or less just Jesse is not. She just doesn't function in that way. So it's like, hey, if you're either gonna have lunch, if if you make it, you can have it. If you don't, then you won't have it. That that's the, kind of the default. You can walk into town. Right. Well, just walk into town <laughs> from the desert. Lunchtime was this like coveted time right like recess was when we were younger it was just this is when you were with your friends you got to hang out and in middle school they used that time as a as an opportunity to punish students as well and so i would mm. frequently get in trouble in school for <gasps> talking yeah not for grades but i talked too much <gasps> so mm. many of my report card says talks too much and i'm like well maybe you should have been more interesting but <laughs> I, I talked too much, and so they would give me what's called silent lunch. Have you heard of this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like a, a, another time where you could have like a, a detention type of thing instead of after school. Yeah. It was oh so mortifying. Were you in the actual cafeteria? You, you just couldn't a talk? bad girl. This was the worst part. You were in the cafeteria sitting in the middle of the room while everyone around you sat at the booths to eat. You were there by yourself sitting in a section of other students who also had silent lunch. It was like, it was one of the most sh shame inducing. Yeah, lots of shame. Things that Did could happen. Did you have happen. a teacher sitting with you? The teachers were kind of close by to make was sure the birdie you were talking. Close by? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mr. Gibson, everybody was in on it. But it was this thing that I got kind of, you know, maybe once every two months. And I was so ashamed. And I thought I would get in a lot of trouble with my parents. I didn't admit it to my mom and dad until like two years ago. <laughs> I was like, by the way, I used to get silent lunch all the time. <laughs> oh, they didn't know. They wouldn't they get didn't like, know. oh, okay. No, they wouldn't get notices. And they, to my surprise, were so upset. I thought they would have been like, yeah, Nagin, you deserved it. But they, <laughs> they were like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I can't believe that they did this to you. Why didn't you tell us we would have said something? <laughs> I thought they were retroactively upset yeah, with you. Me too. I thought that's what <laughs> that's, you were meant. That's probably what they would have been. That's in most so cases. interesting. I, I in <sighs> middle school, I told you I was a troublemaker, and I or the class clown, and I would get in trouble all the time for talking in class. Except for like, I was a real asshole. Like I thought that I was being <laughs> sly, and like the teacher would turn around and I'd you know mouth something Do across something. the room and then like try and like gaslight them into thinking that I didn't say anything and that they Throw were being ridiculous and like you know like I was I was a real jerk but I got in trouble constantly for that what was the punishment I, I remember silent lunch was also a thing um we didn't have that. At, at our school at that time um <sighs> in third grade I think I've told you this I got in trouble and pulled to the side and got a talking to because 
they said uh, it's not nice to laugh at people when they get hurt. That that's when I really <laughs> got in trouble. Oh, what happened? Was it funny? Uh, <laughs> I just think it's really funny when people not get hurt seriously, but like you know, if someone trips or like accidentally like you yeah, know, they never falls seen AFV. Like yeah, but I understand it's not very nice. You have to gauge the situation. Usually, you Do shouldn't be like within earshot. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. As long as there's no blood. They no, but that's how you. you like. That's a test for me. Is like if you're with someone, they don't laugh at themselves when something happens. It's like you oh, gotta laugh I don't for think, them. I don't think this relationship's gonna work <laughs> out. Did you? How often did you do this? How often did I laugh at people? Yeah, it must have been a problem because I got taken to the side. <laughs> I don't know. I I do remember we had those like uh, science lab stools, and I remember at one point <laughs> we were all standing up, and before. It might have been Lucinda Melvin, honestly. Before someone sat down, I removed oh, the yes. stool very Loved quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, you know, fell back onto <laughs> the ground, which was at the time, I guess, very funny. But like that, now it seems such. Well, I mean, yes, just to contextualize this, I mean, that kind of stuff happened all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like you were looking for ways to. Make people fall down. Mm-hmm. It was just oh, it was just common, but you know. our bodies could handle that too. Yeah, when we were younger. Well, we would do that thing where somebody would get into a ball, like in the tornado drill, behind someone, and you would just mm-hmm. go up to the person and push them over the person who was kneeling down. I mean, it's just like so. You know what I'm saying? Like I know the tornado drill. So you get you, you your buddy crouches down behind somebody. And you go up to that somebody and you just push them and they their feet hit the person crouching and they fall over yeah. oh, oh, on their oh, head, see, basically. <laughs> and it was just like constantly everyone doing this kind of stuff to each other. But like now, if Shepard came home and was like, Dad, let me tell you what happened. I got teamed up <laughs> no. on. I would be like, what? This is a try. I mean, this is an outrage. I'm going to be at the school immediately, right? If I had told my dad that that happened to me, he'd be like, well, you got to keep your eyes in the back of your head. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> There was no sympathy Uh, for that. Man, I remember in high school now, in the Grove, everybody would be at lunch, and the boys would all try to, they called it shanking then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But they were pulling their pants down. Yeah, that's what we called it, too. Oh, oh, there's an evolved evolved version of that on TikTok now. You grab the people's pockets? Uh, Yes! Yes, I found that this weekend. (laughs) I, there's this one guy that they've you done it to them, twice. On you this. grab them pockets and then you essentially you rip their pants. Their whole jeans come apart. <laughs> it, it's what? awesome. I'm thinking about doing it to somebody <laughs> here at Mythical. <laughs> Keep like, those eyes in the back of your head. <laughs> I mean, I, it, the first one I saw, I thought it was trick pants. <laughs> You know, it's yeah. like, oh, where do you get these trick pants? And then I, I watched another one and I was like, oh man, this is something that you can do to just regular pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw one, the poor guy was like, they were like on tour or something. He was like a grip or something. And the guy came up and ripped his pants and he goes, oh man, these are the only, only pants, pants I brought. <laughs> yes. I saw, they, okay. So listen, I watched that one. And then two nights later, last night, I found the other one and it was the same guy and they did it to him again. Oh, no. Like when they got he back, keeps getting pants. He got like got back to work, and he was like talking to like talking to this girl in the <laughs> stairwell, and then a guy comes up and does the same thing. Then I would, <laughs> yeah, no, that's not for me. That's not for me. I feel like the people guys wear tighter underwear now, so when you do get pants, it's just your jeans that come off. 
but like loose boxers were the thing That's in the true. early 2000s. And so everything would show. How do you know what the thing was in the early 2000s? Because I saw victim number one get pants in the grove. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's someone I actually do remember. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about lunch in elementary, middle, and high school. Lunch today. Is there any is there any shareables about how you've evolved your lunch practice? You made a really funny joke, Nikki, at the top that you don't eat lunch. Um yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Let's bring that one back. Thank you. Thank you. No, I I I prepare my own lunches. That's the biggest difference. But like what kind of are we talking like a sandwich situation? Cuz I have a go-to uh I'm I'm I go through phases, I think. I think this is a common thing where people go through food phases and they keep going back to the same food and then they'll switch to the next phase yeah. of food. My current phase is basically like crudite, like vegetables, like uh, carrots, cucumbers, radishes, and hummus, mm-hmm. and like some nuts. And I love For it. a lunch? For lunch because, well, because I'm in so many meetings and oftentimes I'm in a meeting while I need to eat and I just like the grabability of it and I don't know. I'm That's what my current obsession is. Yeah. I would like for that to be mine. <laughs> what is yours? These like hot dog sandwiches. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to be finishing that. that. It's, well, it's funny because we, you know, there was a time in which we were... Like we would go grab some, we go grab lunch. Yeah. You know, go out while working at the office. Yeah, it seems like so long ago. And I don't know when it was, it was definitely pre-pandemic. It was like somebody had the idea, and this isn't, lots of employees still go out, but at this point for me and Link, it's every single day, we're, there's just a, a lunch order that we get in on. Yeah, right? yeah. If somebody's production. Yeah, if I'm something. in the office, yeah. And then at this point, I hate having to make that decision, and I like everything. So I just say, get whatever I got last time, and I'll let you know when I want to change that. So yeah. most of the time, it's just like this is just something that's coming. Predecided so it's, for you. It's okay. not. So it's not as exciting as it used to be. I remember one of the first times I went out to lunch with you, and it's very weird because it was at some kind of fast food place. Like we chose to go to fast food, which is so odd. It definitely was, you know. 20 early 2013 and I remember it because I was filling up my soda at the soda fountain or yeah I think it was me and I heard someone say to someone else like those are those guys from YouTube and I and they didn't realize I was with you I think and I remember being like that is so weird like I can't believe he recognized you and this is what it was in 2013 and so I remember coming outside uh, to sit with you guys and going that guy in there recognized you and then I remember another time we went out to lunch I think at the fish place that you guys like that I really don't like which we won't name and um <laughs> And I remember seeing a guy had his phone and he uh, had obviously Googled you. And so you were on his phone (laughs) as we were walking by. And then like, and these are both like, you know, long enough ago when we used to go out to lunch together. And since then, obviously, it's it's more more overt uh, people coming up to you all the time. But right. Yeah, I remember those oh. specific instances of being like, oh, this is so weird. This is so cool. People know who you are. <laughs> this is cool. And then, <laughs> and eating, then eating, the evolution eating, eating of that. fast food out, like getting, getting <laughs> to go fast food. fill up your drink That's at the fountain. That's a choice we made. Like, we were like, you want to go to Hardee's? Oh, not Hardee's, I guess. Hardee's. <laughs> yeah, well, and that, that was, you know, that was kind of, I didn't really understand L.A. lunch culture. 
right? Yeah. Because Link and I, just a couple of years before that, were just working in Lillington, North Carolina. Yeah. And so you, had, you could go to Burger King, you could go to Hardee's, McDonald's, Subway, Or the Bojangles, Trojan Cafe. Right? Yeah, Trojan, Trojan Cafe. <laughs> you could show up at the high school and be like, we're just here for the Trojan Cafe. <laughs> Ignore us. And so I think we just adopted the same mentality. It's just like, yeah, I'm not gonna spend too much money on lunch. It's like, let's just go, like, let's go to the fast food place. We get in, get out. <laughs> so weird. Um, and then there was a s- shorter period of time when it was like, oh no, like LA has all this food that you can enjoy and you can kind of go sit outside and, and have a meal. There was like maybe two years where that happened occasionally and then it was like, no, let's just eat here at the office so we don't have yeah, to get into so the car. Yeah, it's so much easier. It's so much easier. It's so much sadder, but it's so much easier. Yeah, and and, ha- and like you said, half the time this at this point, there is no lunch. Like even right now, right? Like we, <laughs> yeah. me and you have a meeting. and I'm ha- looking at the clock. I'm like, I me know and you have we're a meeting in 15 eat. minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, and it's a meeting that we can't like be eating in. Yeah. So some, now, some t- time between now and 15 minutes from now, I have to consume my entire yeah. lunch, which is not a problem for me. And that brings me to my uh, my my next thing, which is thank you so much for being here on the podcast. <laughs> you know what? It was my pleasure. I'm glad I got to share this meal with you. Uh, <laughs> feel free to have my half. No, I'm as good. Well. Uh, we can share the the real lunch we're going to be sharing uh, okay. in a short period of time. And for all of our friends listening. Thanks for tuning in again to Best Friends Back All Right. You can catch brand new episodes every Friday. Make sure you follow so you don't miss an episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review. Hey, if you've already left us a review and you're looking for something else to do with your hands, you can go to mythical.com right now and check out our always proud pride collection. I'm really excited about this one. Mythical.com. Check it out. You can follow at Mythical Pods on TikTok for clips to share with family and friends. You can follow Nagin at Nagin and me everywhere at Stevie W. Levine. And of course, you can hear me every Monday through Friday on Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link at youtube.com slash goodmythicalmorning. I'll see you there.